Welcome back, Owl Nation, to episode number four of the Owl Olympic podcast, where we highlight all these non-rev sports. My name is Riley Robinson, and I am accompanied today by Bryce Gobert and Kendall Majeff. We're going to start off with volleyball. Volleyball has had a great past two weeks. They're now on a six-game win streak. Um, Lauren Chastain has been named A-Sun Player of the Week, and that is the second week that an owl has been named A-Sun Player of the Week last year. I mean, not last year, last week. It was Emma Sherfron, so that is an amazing um, accomplishment for the Owls. Um, Coach Keith has gotten his 150th career win this past Friday, um, they were on a nine set win streak, which is amazing, but it did get broken this past Sunday. Um, they have five more games left in this regular season. They play Friday at Liberty in Virginia, and they will be back here at home November 5th, which is next Friday to take on Stetson. So these girls are on a roll here. They have definitely turned their season around and definitely conference play around. They are third in the East division for the A-Sun right behind FGCU and North Florida, which they have beat North Florida this season. So they will face them again. And they also have one more time to face FGCU. So this will be a interesting season to see how it plays out for these owls. And that's all I have for volleyball so far. And I'm going to kick it over to, Bryce, who will be covering our updates for golf and cross country. Yes. So uh, men's golf had their Black Creek tournament um, this past weekend. They tied for 15th um, after they got their win at their home course at the Pine Tree Intercollegiate. Um, recorded a 20 over par, so not their best outing on the weekend. Um, it, it was kind of a, a tough weekend here for the Owls. They, they didn't play their best, but they look forward to uh, their closing tournament of the fall season, which is the Steelwood Collegiate Invitational, um, hosted by South Alabama on October 30th and 31st. So they're looking to rebound after um, not their best tournament. On the other side, uh, women's golf had a very good tournament. They finished six overall, 16 over um, at the Palmetto and, uh, Intercollegiate. Cameron Nielsen, who actually interviewed for the first episode, I believe, um, or it was one of these times, uh, she led the Owls shooting one under par um, and tied for eighth with 13 birdies. And so far, fun fact, so far this season, um, Cameron Nielsen has finished each tournament either under par or even par. So definitely key player here for the women's golf team. Good addition um, to, to the team. Turn it over to cross country. Nothing new on the updates. They still have to compete in the A-Sun Championship as we kind of updated last time. So good good luck to them, and we're hoping for the best. They'll be in Orlando October 30th, which is this Saturday. Um, so we're hoping that uh, they can bring home an A-Sun Championship. Thank you so much for that, Bryce. And now we have a couple updates with men and women's tennis. So, Kendall, if you want to give us that. So nothing new really with men's and women's tennis. Um, men's tennis plays in the ITA Southeast Regional Championships this weekend of the 28th and women's tennis played in the ITA Southeast Regional Championships during the weekend um, of the 19th. Women's tennis does play um, in the Wofford Invite the same weekend that men's plays in the regional championship. So they're playing this weekend, the 28th of the Wofford Invite. Um, this will conclude the fall season for both men's and women's tennis awesome thank you so much and since jordan was not able to be with us today um i will cover some soccer 
updates. So the regular season did end this past weekend in a heartbreak overtime against um, Liberty. Liberty was the reigning A-Sun champions from last year that did put the um, Owls out of the championship. And so they lost in overtime. I believe it was two to three. And this weekend, this Friday, they actually take on Central Arkansas for the quarterfinals of the A-Sun Conference Tournament in Florida. So this week I got the opportunity to talk with Catherine. She is on the soccer team here at Kennesaw. And she gave me some good insight of how she believes her team will go far in this tournament and what it will take for them to go far. Start off with, thank you so much for meeting with me today, Catherine. And y'all's regular season has came to an end. So what do you think it'll take for you and your team to go far this postseason? Thank you for having me on, first of all. And I think for us to go far is to take everything that's happened this season and know that it happened for a reason, that we are going to stick together this weekend, no matter what happens, and just play as a team. And I think that's what will help us. And I do want to go back to this past Saturday when y'all played Liberty, the heartbreaking loss y'all had in overtime. What went wrong for that for you and your team, you think, in that overtime? And how will y'all make it work if y'all see them again in the postseason? Um, I think Liberty just made the most of their chances. And we didn't cl- close the game out like the way we should have. Mm-hmm. And you just got to give props to Liberty for coming back and making the most of their opportunities. I think seeing them, we know what to expect next time we see them. I think we could make the most of our opportunities. Honestly, like we had chances, we put two away, but I think we should have kept going instead of just settling for a two nothing lead in my opinion. So I think that's what we can do next time. Yeah, for sure. And with New teams joining the A-Sun this year. I know you have a couple new ones. Just this regular season, have y'all seen any potential competition like for this postseason? Um, one team I was really impressed with that just joined the conference this year was Central Arkansas. I thought they're a really good team. And when we played them, it was a really close game. But I was impressed with how they played their style of soccer and how they matched up against this. And I could see them being a potential threat in the postseason. It is your fifth year here at Kennesaw. So just reflect on your time and how you've seen yourself grow on and off the field. My time at Kennesaw has been a really great five years and I've learned a lot about myself as a player and off off the field as well because I came in injured. I didn't play my freshman year. I really had to sit back and watch what called soccer was like so I had a year to understand the process like what it's like to be a college soccer player every single day and I took that knowledge and I was able to like apply it to when I got my opportunity to start playing and I think that's what's really helped me. I noticed like whenever I did because last season I was focusing on soccer a lot and this season volleyball is more my sport but when I wasn't Mm -hmm. just like news and stats about you before this interview um, soccer is not a sport that has a lot of stats. You know, there's only a few stats that you can see on the book. Explain your role on the team and how it is vital for everything to work. I'd say my role as a team on the team is just to be a leader. I try to lead in a action way. I'm not the most loud person on the field, but I try to lead by example. I just try to play my best of my abilities every game, try to help the team in any way I can, whether it's playing 
defense or I have to switch position or take corners or free kicks, whatever the team needs to do, I'm willing to do that. Just rounding out here, I have a couple questions that I like to ask everybody. Um, do you have any pregame rituals or superstitions that you perform before each game? I, okay, so I have this one thing where I used to get a pink drink from Starbucks before every game last season. And then I continued that towards the beginning of the year, but we, we kind of lost a couple of games. So I felt like that wasn't really working anymore. So then I go to Dunkin' Donuts now and get a vanilla ice latte and I've, I've stuck with that. So that's just my pregame ritual. I love that. Yeah. So you got to have a little caffeine to get the energy yeah. for sure. <laughs> and then last one, it's not really a question, but do you have anybody through your soccer career, not just here at Kennesaw that you would like to shout out, whether that's a parent, coach, teammates, anything that has just really helped and pushed you through your career? Uh, I like to shout out my parents. They've been really supportive through these five years and they've helped me get to where I've been. And I wouldn't have gone in soccer if they didn't start me at age five so I would like to shout them out again thank you so much for meeting with me today Catherine and I hope you have a great rest of your day thank you I hope you do too thank you so much again for tuning in today guys I hope you enjoyed the interview and our updates today and just a reminder that soccer does enter conference play this Friday um, and then volleyball will be at home next Friday to take on Stetson you don't want to miss it these girls are on a roll and yeah, Bryce or Kendall, do you have anything to say before we leave? Nothing much. Um, just waiting for these sports to finish out their fall season and looking forward to what they do in the spring. Yeah, be sure to come out and support uh, all the teams you can. I know football has a home game this Saturday at one o'clock um, against Gardner Webb. So be sure to come out and support the Owls. Um, and kind of like what Kendall said, we're looking forward to see the uh, finishing up of the fall season, look to see what the Owls uh, can place and start to turn our focus over to the spring. Hootie hoo!